Hi, everybody. It's Stefan Molyneux from Freedom in Radio. I hope you're doing well. So why does it, in fact, rock to be a single mother? Well, according to the article linked below, single motherhood is tough. There's no denying that at times it can be exhausting doing it all by yourself. And when it's just you up in the night worrying about a poorly child, it can feel really lonely. It doesn't help that single parents get such bad press either. I'm not sure where they're getting that information up. They're praised forever and ever, as far as I can see. We only hear about the tough times and bad bits. But there are good times, too. Single parents do an amazing job. Okay. <laughs> so let's find out a couple of the facts. And listen, ladies, gentlemen, young people, think of me as the dad you never had. Just think of me as someone who's going to tell it to you straight. Uh, I grew up in a single mother household. I am now happily and blissfully married and a stay-at-home dad to my own child. And so here are some facts. Um, just as of 2008, and it's gotten a whole lot since uh, uh, worse since then, single motherhood just in the U.S. alone cost taxpayers at a bare minimum half a trillion dollars a year, 500 billion dollars a year. Uh, and um, that's a crazy amount of money uh, that is being bled out by the vampiric hands of single mothers. On average, the means-tested welfare costs for single parents, basically single moms with children, amount to about $30,000 per household per year. And uh, that's, that's not good. Uh, this is a relatively new phenomenon since the uh, birth of the modern welfare state in the 1960s. Uh, single parent households or children born out of wedlock has tripled uh, since then. If we go back to 1940, 2% of white children and 14% of black children were born out of wedlock. See, that's not a lot. Um, certainly by white standards, even by black standards, uh, that's changed quite a bit now and um, have really um, skyrocketed. Uh, they're relatively low. Again, war on poverty in the early 1960s. Then the black out of wedlock birth rate in particular skyrocketed. It did, doubled in little more than a decade from 24.5% in 1964 to 50.3% in 1976. It continued to rise rapidly to 70.7% .7 in 1994. Over the next decade, it declined a little bit. And then as of 08, it's almost three quarters of black kids born out of wedlock. And uh, that's not good in general. Now, of course, there are a few single dads out there, but statistically, we'll talk about the single moms since that's the vast majority of the population. And, um, uh, you know, you hear a lot of complaints about uh, wage disparities, income disparities, the poor. Well, a lot of this has to do with single motherhood. 25% of all U.S. job holders are employed in low-wage jobs. This is as of 09, but 40% of U.S. single mothers had low-wage employment. Now, the tragedy is that half of all children growing up in the U.S. today will spend time in a single mother family during their lifetime, which is catastrophic for them. When compared to children in intact married Homes, children raised by single parents, more likely to have emotional behavioral problems. They're much more likely to be physically abused. They're much more likely to smoke, to drink, to use drugs, to be aggressive, to engage in violent, delinquent, and criminal behavior, to have school poor school performance, to be expelled from school, and to drop out of high school. So that's not good. It's really, really important to think of single motherhood in general as an environmental toxin that damages the brains, uh, lives, and futures of their children. And um, this is uh, some of these are associated with the higher poverty rates of single mothers. However, um, the uh, improvements in many cases, the improvements in 
uh, child well-being that are associated with marriage persist even after adjusting for differences in family income. In other words, married families who are uh, below the poverty line have children who turn out much better than unmarried uh, families below the uh, poverty line. So the father is bringing a lot more to the family than just a paycheck, not that you'd know that from all the cultural Marxist crap of the last 50 or 60 years. And um, the effects of married fathers on child outcomes is huge. Let's look at the families with the same race and the same parental education. Um, children from single-parent homes more than twice as likely to be arrested for a juvenile crime. This is all same race, same economic background. Twice as likely to be treated for emotional behavioral problems. Twice as likely about to be expe expelled or suspended from school. And a third more likely to drop out before completing high school. And um, these effects of being raised in a single mom home continue into adulthood. So you compare the families of the same race and again, same incomes. Children from broken and single parent homes are three, three, count them three times more likely to end up in jail by the time they reach 30 than are children raised in intact married families. And uh, if you compare girls raised in similar married families, girls from single parent homes are more than twice as likely to have a child without being married which grindingly repeats the same cycle for the next generation. Now, is it an oops, I spilled some sperm? No, uh, actually, um, out-of-wedlock births are generally not the result of just accidental pregnancies. Um, most women who um, get pregnant and give birth out of wedlock, they really want their kids. Uh, their pregnancies are partially intended or at least not seriously avoided. You know, like if you don't want to kill yourself, not playing Russian roulette would be a good thing to do. If you play Russian roulette, as in Alan Cumming's dad, and get yourself killed, well, that's kind of a suicide. The same thing um, with having kids. Uh, a researcher explains that children born out of wedlock are, quote, seldom conceived by explicit design, yet are rarely a pure accident either. Um, single mothers have typically described their pregnancies as not exactly planned, but not exactly avoided. Only a few of these single moms were using any form of contraception at all when their unplanned child was conceived. But they didn't, they didn't not have contraception because they didn't know anything about contraception or have access to contraception. So Russian sperm roulette of child production is really what, uh, what's going on. And almost none of the lower income women who had children out of wedlock felt that it was important to be married before having children. Low income single moms, quote, believe that marriage, not children, is what requires the years of careful planning and preparation, and the childbearing is just something that happens along the way. <laughs> so, of course, while conceiving a child, yeah, you can have that with a man you've only known for a few months, but boy, you really got to be careful of who you marry, because <laughs> it's pretty important. So, um, this is uh, a great tragedy, and these are women, obviously, um, who need some social reinforcement to help them avoid bad uh, decisions. Now, some people say, well, you know, single motherhood has gone up because in the lower income communities, uh, the dads don't make enough to contribute to the support of the mother and child, uh, sadly um, or happily. But realistically, either way, in most cases, this is not true. Eight out of 10 unmarried fathers were employed at the time of their child's birth. And um, they actually earned more than the mothers in the period prior to the child's birth. So they have... They're, they're generally having kids with employed dads uh, who make more than they do. And most of these non-married fathers, they have enough money to help their children escape from poverty. Uh, if children, if women who had kids 
out of wedlock were actually married to the real father of their real children, the probability of those kids living in poverty would be cut by two-thirds. See, we have a great way of reducing child poverty by two-thirds right away. Marry the guy who knocks you up. This used to be common knowledge, again, until the welfare state eroded uh, in its uh, Marxist way the nuclear family. Over 60% of fathers who have children outside of marriage earned enough at the time of the child's birth to support the potential family with an income above the poverty line, even if the mother didn't work at all. <sighs> if the unmarried father and mother married and the mother turned out to be happy to work part-time, they would have an income above 150% of poverty, about $35,000 per year. This is from a couple of years ago. Of course, this is when the dads are young and their income is most likely to go up over time. So now three quarters of the non-married fathers are still romantically involved. I suppose that means making the beast with two backs with the mother at the time of the birth. Uh, alcohol, drug, and physical abuse among these men was quite infrequent. So what's the problem? Why not just get married and save your children? So it's because society is not giving these women the information that they need. Now, just because everyone talks about this when I bring these presentations up, they say, well, what about widows? Well, widows are not single mothers. They're called widows. And the children who grew up with widowed mothers fare much better than children in other types of single-parent families, uh, especially on measures uh, of educational achievement, they do they do quite well. Uh, if the single mom gets remarried or married to a non, the non-biological father or some guy who's not the biological father of the children, um, no, <laughs> it doesn't work. Children of step families don't do better than children of mothers who never remarry. And uh, even though there's lots uh, more money floating around, higher family income and the presence of two parents, the um, average child in a step family has about the same chance of dropping out of high school as the average child in a single mother family. And uh, children in single father homes do about as poorly as children living with a single mother, but uh, single father households, not exactly the giant plague of locusts on the taxpayer's wallet that uh, single moms are. And of course, um, this is, uh, parents who separate, uh, is, is catastrophic as well. Uh, the average drop in income for white kids whose parents separate during the child's adolescence is about 40%, a 40% drop in income. And of course, when the parents live apart, children see their fathers a lot less. About 29% don't see them at all. Another 35% see them on a weekly basis. And of course, moms have very little authority when the, Dads have separated, difficulty controlling their children. Uh, and a survey did ask high school students, hey, do your parents help you with your schoolwork and supervise those social activities? And uh, students whose parents separated between sophomore and senior years reported a significant loss of involvement and supervision compared with parents, uh, with uh, kids whose parents actually stayed married. Something interesting as well, if family disruption. Now, this is divorce, not single motherhood, but... Um, you got a lot of moving, a lot of moving around, and it disrupts children's relationships with peers and teachers, friends, you know, other adults. Um, during middle childhood and early early adolescence, a child in a stable family moves about 1.4 times in a single parent family, 2.7 times, and in a step family, 3.4 times they move. And uh, some of this has to do with a variety of things. It's not just the welfare state, although it's a huge part. 
It's a lot to do with um, uh, because of um, a lot of feminist initiatives. Women's um, income has been going up while men's income has been going down. A lot of the blue collar jobs shipped overseas as a result of terrible government policies. And um, so it's a wide variety of things. And uh, only just a little over 25% of moms work full time, single moms work uh, full time and year round. And, um, you know, when they get, they get single moms, they say, oh, I'm a strong, independent single mom. No, you're not. You get food stamps, you get cash grants, you get uh, women's infants and children grants, you get housing assistance and so on. In 16 states, this is a pre-tax value of more than $30,000 a year that has to be paid for by other people. And uh, this is, you know, just an interesting thing because you've got this women are wonderful effect. Whoa. <laughs> where, you know, women are just they're so empathetic, they're so warm, they're so caring, and so on. Well, two points about that before we dive into the article. Number one, uh, if, if women are so empathetic, uh, why do single moms not generally apologize to men and married women for, having, for taking all their tax money? You know, because these single mom vampires leech up a huge amount of public funds, half a trillion dollars a year, just as bare minimum, not to mention the fact that they unload a plague, of, they un unload a, a plague of general criminals on society as a whole. Where's the empathy? Where's the oh man, I'm so sorry to be a single mom. I know it's costing you guys a lot in taxpayers and so, a lot in taxes, and it's really harming the ability of other people who are more responsible to have kids and have families. Where's the empathy? Where's the empathy for those that they end up using the state to pillage from to feed their own irresponsibility? There's no empathy around that. So. I just have some doubt about this. Women are so empathetic, particularly single moms. Uh, number two, the way it used to work in society is that if you were so irresponsible or dumb that you got knocked up without being married, one of two things happened. Number one, there was uh, the boy had to marry you, a shotgun wedding, and the boy had to marry you, and that's the way it worked. Or number two, you would give that child up for adoption. Now, either situation occurs in a society where people give more than a tiny half of rat's ass about their children. Because clearly we want to do what's best for kids in society. What's best for kids is either number one, that the parents are married, which is why there was a shotgun wedding, or number two, that the children don't grow up in single mom households, but instead grow up in dual parent, dual income, or at least dual parent households, which is why society would say, okay, you've got to give these kids up for adoption. Because the kids who are given up for adoption do not experience all of these horrible negative outcomes of growing up in single mother households. So if women are so empathetic and really care about their kids, then single moms, when they get knocked up, they should give the children up for adoption to a couple uh, who can raise them with the resources of two uh, people. And so single moms hanging on to their own kids is very destructive towards the children, very destructive towards society, very destructive towards taxpayers. But they don't care, you see, because they have no empathy for others. They have no empathy for those of us who are going to have to live among the Satan spawn that they so often push out of their fiery nests. And they really have no empathy for the amount of money it costs. I mean, where is the single moms to reduce the national debt group? <laughs> Such a thing doesn't exist because uh, single moms exist by preying upon more responsible people in general as a whole. Again, lots of exceptions, but we're talking about trends as a whole. Yes, there are, there's a Chinese guy in the NBA, but you're not expecting it to be representative, representative of the spread of Chinese people in society. So here are 15 reasons why being a single mom can really rock, according to this article. One, 
You get loads of cuddles with no one else competing for your attention at night. You can read stories to them for as long as you want and even fall asleep in their room. You are a little team of two or three or more and have a close bond that feels unbreakable. All right. Um, I can tell you that as the child of a single mom, I would have been quite happy for my mother to have someone else to pay attention to because it gets a little claustrophobic and cloying and frankly kind of eatable after a while. It's kind of nice when mom has a, a dad to talk to. Plus, of course, you know, when you grow up in a two-parent household, you get to see two adults making decisions. You don't get to see one nuclear shadow with testicles uh, on the back wall where a father was unable to stand the rages of your mother and had to vanish or she kicked him out. And so what you see in a single mother household is a woman who can't sustain a relationship and um, can't keep a quality man around. Uh, and that is one of the reasons why they have so little um, credibility with their kids, particularly their sons. Second reason, you can cook whatever you want. Beans on toast or a roast dinner, you decide. Want to leave the dishes until the morning? That's your call too. Uh, you know, I think if you're a single mom and you just cook whatever you want, that's not really so great for your kids. The idea that, well, if you have a husband, he's going to make you cook stuff that's healthy <laughs> or not, that's the problem. You can't cook whatever you want if you're a single mom. You can't. You got to cook what's healthy for your children. But of course, the children, have they shown up at all yet? They haven't shown up at all. Don't exist in this environment. Three. You have total control over the household budget. No more leakage of money. If you're short at the end of the month, you know why. Uh, yes, money might be tight and you have a total handle on what comes in and what goes out. Uh, but you have a total handle. Um, well, uh, the fact that uh, two-parent households are far less prone to poverty than one-parent households means that uh, it's not really a huge problem having another income. Basically, this is like saying, uh, you could double your money by getting a huge raise at work, but isn't that really just more stress? <laughs> don't take it. Don't take the extra income. Again, what do the kids want? The kids don't want that mess and that shortage at all times. <sighs> if your budget is squeezed, they say, you also find creative ways to make ends meet and still have fun. Your creative ways tend to be voting for giant government handouts at the expense of us. Four, you can make the kids help you shop, tidy and clean, guilt-free. That's this weird focus on being guilt-free in this article. Uh, when it's only you and them, they understand that they have to pitch in and help. They learn about working as a team and how you can all make things easier by helping each other out. Really? Is that impossible to do with a husband in the house, with a man around? There's no way you can possibly ask your children to help out if there's another adult there. What kind of sense does that make? Five, it's really easy to enforce punishments. If you say no sweets before dinner, they can't go try and wheedle it out of the other parent. No more clashing over parenting styles makes for a simpler life. So that's the big problem that you have, is that children might go to another parent to get sweets before dinner. Well, of course, you just negotiate and debate that uh, ahead of time. What children who grow up with single moms see is they see that there's no dad around. And that means that either the single mom chose a really trashy guy to have children with, which means that she has no judgment, or she chose a really good guy to have children with, 
but he didn't stick around, which means she drives away good people. And it tells children, of course, as well, that the single mom is completely ready to pull the trigger and shoot straight through the forehead of any relationship that displeases her. That makes the children of single moms fundamentally terrified. Well, you already pulled the trigger on the biological father. He's gone. So how secure do I feel in my relationship with you? The answer is not many, not very at all. Six. If you're a single mom, it rocks because there's no one else to blame. If the house is messy, it's because you haven't found time to tidy. If there's no milk in the fridge, it's because you forgot. It's so much more harmonious when there's no one else to shout at. What could I even say? What could I even say? On the weekend, you get to choose the activities. No negotiations or arguments. You can pack up the kids, jump on the bus, car, bikes, and go. Okay, <laughs> again. Do the children's needs or preferences matter at all in single mother households? What do you mean no negotiations or arguments? Have you even had children? Have you ever tried to get three children to do something at the same time that they all want to do? Are you kidding me? No negotiations or arguments? You mean with adults? But of course, you're supposed to negotiate uh, with your children. And you're supposed to argue with your children, so you, sh so you show them how to negotiate to get to win-win situations. But in this case, because you're the mom and they're just little dependent children, you can yell at them until they conform, just like you did with dad until he left. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Monstrous stuff. Eight, once you find other single mom friends, you get to hang out with them for as long as you like. There's no negotiating with partners. If you want to throw an impromptu pizza night and have them all sleep over, you do. Easy as that. So you don't have to negotiate with your friends. Really? Really? So you're saying it's much, much easier to have single mom friends than it is to have a stable provider, husband, and father of your children. What kind of empty-headed compliance spots are these people that you never have to negotiate with them? Nine, if they go to their dad's mom's for a weekend, you have a whole two nights to yourself. And while you may not know what to do with it in the beginning and spend it sleeping or cleaning the house, you soon learn to plan things in advance and gasp, even get together with single friends you haven't seen in ages. All right. <laughs> Heads up. Listen, if you get married and you have kids, your single friends have to kind of conform to the fact that you have a family. You can't go and do all the things that you used to do because you've got a family and you've got to bathe your kids and you've got to feed your kids. You want to play with your kids. You've got to get them to bed. And then it's often kind of late, especially when they're young. So um, if your single friends haven't seen you for a long time, it's because, frankly, they don't give much of a crap about you having kids and are kind of resentful and annoyed that you have kids and can't do all the things that you used to. Otherwise, it'd be over helping you with your parenting, helping you with your kids. So I don't miss the people that I knew before. Uh, I had kids because the ones who I, I'm still in contact with cared that I have uh, a daughter and um, are interested in, and help pitch in. So good riddance to the single friends who haven't stuck it out when you've been a parent. Number 10, family members offer to take the kids, especially if you're working. During the school holidays, you get offers to have your kids come stay. Then once you've got over the empty home feeling, you realize you don't have to go straight home after work. Then the fun really begins. Uh, what does that mean? Just go trawling for a penis in the local bar like you're fishing for electric eels? <laughs> I don't know what that means. You find support that really helps and you build up your own little extended family that makes it all more bearable. Uh, yes, the myth that single moms um, can just go out and have all of this wonderful stuff 
uh, and all the supportive community. You know, the majority of single moms, they really like uh, marriage. They like the idea of the marriage. But there's this weird idea that first you have kids and then you try and find a guy who'll marry you. Uh, any man with any even reasonable sense of quality or any sense of dignity or self-esteem or any preference for his own gene pool whatsoever is going to run uh, slowly back away from a single mother with brood and their extending tentacles attempting to attach to his wallet and pull it out through his penis. <laughs> that is not how it works. Ladies, it's not how it works in the real world. If you want a quality guy, don't have kids with a low-quality guy or don't be a low-quality woman. That's all. It's as simple as that. Do not have kids and then expect to catch a quality guy. Because a quality guy... <laughs> I mean, I remember once, years and years ago, I had, I had a friend who... um was having trouble with his wife, and I went out. His wife had just had a, their first baby, and uh, she was grumbling, and she was like, oh, maybe I'm just going to leave this guy, and I'm going to go to get a lawyer and a stockbroker, and I just had to say, you just had a baby. No guy is going to want to be with you if he's got any brains whatsoever because he just had a baby, which means you have very little time. You have very little energy. You're really focused on that baby as you should be, and you've got a mess of a relationship that's just ended, or maybe he never even began, but at least is only a year to a year and a half old, you decided to have a kid, kids with a guy who you now long, no longer want to be with. That's a huge red flag for any sane human being. You're not going to get some quality guy when you got a baby hanging off a boob. <laughs> She's like, oh, really? <laughs> oh, my God, his simple wisdoms has just gone madness. Eleven, you can watch whatever television you want. <laughs> when the kids have gone to bed. The controller is 100% under your control and you discover all kinds of programs you never even knew existed. And you can watch them all guilt-free. See, again, there's that, there's that guilt-free thing again. So you could have a relationship with a real-life human being who can listen and, and talk and support and share thoughts and dreams and feelings and hopes and all of that. You could have a relationship with a real human being or you can binge watch Orange is the New Black and pretend you have a life. Um, the idea that there's no man around to help raise your children, but you can watch a lot of the boob tube. How sad is that? I mean, I'm leaving you, honey, but I bought you two months of Netflix, so you won't even notice I'm gone. <laughs> Yuck. Number 12, you can unanimously decide to do movie nights. Throw all the pillows and duvets on the sofa, some popcorn and ice cream, and snuggle. Mmm. See, again, I assume that means snuggle not with the ice cream because that would make you cold. What does it mean, snuggle with your kids? What if your kids don't want to watch a movie? What if they don't want to watch the movie you're watching? What if they don't feel like snuggling? Doesn't matter. Come over to Mama and snuggle. Mama needs some snuggling. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for all the generous donations to future therapists and prison guards. 13. You work really, really hard, but when you do get time to relax, it feels amazing. Yes, it's hard work, and yes, you get less time to catch your breath. But when you do, you sure as hell appreciate every minute, okay? So you're in a life of stress and panic, and the moment you get three minutes in a row to press your head to the top of the toilet and cool it down, boy, that feels great, you know? Like when you start pounding your head against a brick wall. Oh, it's wonderful. So here's a brick wall. 14. You start to feel stronger. It's really, really tough. You might shout at the kids when you are at the end of your tether. See, it's not a choice. And there are times when you think you're not getting, you're not going to make it through, but you do. You always do. Well, except for Andrea Yates and a lot of other women. You're also faced with loads of new challenge. Can I really take the kids abroad on my own? Yeah, that's, that's a big problem for a lot of single moms who are eating lint and cockroaches. 
How on earth will I cope when my child is really poorly and it's just me? Well, the answer is badly. Whenever you get through them, you'll feel all the stronger and braver for doing so. Okay, so you've set, uh, made really bad decisions and you have a really terrible life, but I guess that which does not kill you uh, just wounds your children. Fifteen, you learn to take hard decisions about work, about custody, about school, about discipline. There's no one else to make them. You have to, you have to, and over time you become a different person. Then one day you, one day you see yourself and you realize that while you weren't looking somewhere along the line, you became a really strong, independent person. And that feels pretty amazing. I really applaud the independent person theory uh, and thesis of single moms. So I just want them to stop taking all of these massive government benefits, the subsidized housing, uh, the, the food stamps, the free government schools, the, I mean, the, the subsidized daycare, the, the alimony and child support. Uh, just take all of these government ba benefits and hand them back. Because remember, you're a really strong and independent person, so you don't need all these handouts from people who don't recognize and respect your choices. Okay, this is the reality. Why do I talk about this stuff? Well, not much we can do about single moms that exist, but at least we can put forward ideas that prevent more single moms from coming into being, which is uh, telling men to stay away from single moms means that women who aren't single moms yet will recognize that they can't get a quality man if they become a single mom. So maybe then they'll sit down, find a quality man, get married, and then have children the way that nature intended. <laughs> we are a pair bonding species. Takes a lot of effort and time and money to raise children. Get yourself pair bonded with a quality person. You'll have a wonderful time being a mom. If you don't, well, you're just a desperate parasite sucking the jugular vein money out of everybody else until they deflate and your children then <laughs> assault you. So the reality is that um, most single moms are not very smart. Don't blame me. The statistics are all below. Most single moms have an average IQ of 92 to 93. That's like half a standard deviation below the average. Most single moms are not that smart. It's okay. I'm dumb about physics. It's okay to not be smart about stuff. This is just not an area of high intelligence. Anybody who thinks, well, I guess I'd really like to have kids. I guess I just won't lose a lot of birth control and I'm not going to get married or get any kind of commitment. I have no savings. This is just stupid behavior. And so single, single moms in general, not that smart. And I say this not out of any sense of condemnation or criticism. It's just a fact. Most single moms are not that smart. Now, when people aren't that smart, they need very clear social cues about what to do. You know, people who don't know how to operate command line Linux kind of need a GUI. They need a graphical point and touch user interface on top of it. You need things dumbed down for you when you're not that smart or not that competent at things. And again, there's lots of things that I'm not very good at that I'm really happy that other people dumb down for me so that I can actually use them effectively and efficiently. Can't build my own car. Glad that there are cars pre-built out there. <laughs> Don't make my own furniture. Really glad that even the studio didn't build my own studio. Really glad <laughs> I had a smart woman build it uh, for me. So there's nothing or it's just a basic fact. And culture and, and the, the ideas within society really, really, really need to make it clear what a terrible idea it is to be a single mother. If you're a single mother, you're selfish in general. Again, very few exceptions, but we don't care. Who cares? You know, lots of people smoke and don't die of lung cancer. doesn't mean it's a good idea to smoke. So in general, we need to tell single moms or, or young women before they become single moms, being a single mother is terrible for your children. It's terrible for society. It's selfish. It's destructive. It's harmful. It's a toxin upon young and developing minds. You're not a hero. 
You're just somebody who made really bad decisions and you're now expecting, particularly through the political process, everyone else to pay for it. Why is my child growing up with hundreds of thousands of dollars in unfunded liabilities and government debt? Because single moms run up the national debt. National debt in the U.S. I don't live in the U.S. National debt in the U.S. about $18 trillion a year. The vast majority of it comes from welfare programs, a significant portion of which is paid to single mothers. The national debt is to a large degree the single mother debt. And so the fact is that I'm in the hole and my daughter's in the hole because you all couldn't keep your legs crossed and hooked your stilettos into your hoop earrings with some local trash boy and then squeezed out some pups that are now feeding on everyone else like a bunch of vampires. And so less intelligent people need really, really clear instructions. Big font, flaming hypertext. If you are thinking of becoming a single mother, you are a terrible human being if you do that. You are a terrible human being. If you do that, you know, there's all this thing in the, in, in the, um, this article about be guilt free. Ooh, I've got guilt free of this and that and the other. And this sort of smirking, neoteny based to talking to, to girls like they're 13 years old, which is probably kind of the case. But people need to say this. Do not become a single mother. It is terrible for your children. It is terrible for society. You will have a bad time. And if I have my way about it, your kids will blame you for your bad decisions. Because until people experience the negative consequences of their own bad decisions, particularly people whose IQ is about 90, things aren't going to change. And by God, they really, really need to. Thank you so much for watching. This is Stefan Molyneux from Freedom Main Radio.